Have you ever felt that you do not really know how to get motivated, how to stay motivated so that you can complete your journey? Now, if that is how you feel and what you've experienced in your life, I have Judy, my gorgeous wife, with me again so that we can just share with you a few pointers that can help you to get disciplined, stay disciplined, and stay the course. So just stay tuned until right after the intro. Welcome to the Rise and Shine show where we help you to become the leader that you were born to be. The show is proudly brought to you by Sunshine Harvest. And now, let's move on to today's episode. Welcome to today's message of the Rise and Shine show, where Judy and I are going to share with you how to get disciplined and to stay the course. So welcome, Judy. It's great to have you with us again. Thank you, Yanni. And it's a great privilege to be back talking with you. I really love the topics that you talk about because it's right on par to my life. And one of the most important things I've realized is about discipline is the values that you set up for your life are your disciplines. So it's not a heavy word, but it's a light word because your values determine your discipline. Yeah, you see, when we when uh, someone talks about discipline, most of the time we think, you know, it's it's the grit. gym. Yeah, it's the gym, <laughs> and you have to grit your teeth, and and it's really. But that's not really what it's all about. Because when you do what you have been purposed to do, like for example, like me, when I do these messages, we record these messages where I do it on my own, or I have Judy or some someone else that I interview. When I do these things, I love it and it invigorates me and it's not work. And you want to do it more and more. And I just want to do it more and more. <laughs> and that's and, good discipline. Yes. And, and that is what I realized. And for, for a long time, I've allowed many things to distract me. But then I also realized I get tired. I get like sluggish and I don't want to be there. So now I've learned that to do what I want to do, what I, what my purpose in life is, God's purpose for me, it just invigorates me. And that's one of the disciplines. So with that come other things as well. Of course, there are structured things, but that is such a simple principle. And if we just apply that, then you will already, you will see everything in a different light and it'll be easy for you to move forward. Discipline is a combination of three things. It's your physiological body mechanism. It's the psychological mind thinking and it's the action. Too often we bypass the first two and just jump to the third. Why do we do that? Because we always are in the mode of do, do, do. But before um, a winner can do, they have to learn to, to look after your body, look after your mind, and then you, the doing is actually in the third process. So what do I mean by all of that? When we had the lockdown in 2020, a lot of people started working from home. Automatically, the discipline became quite relaxed. People were working in their pajamas 
They were having drinks and coffee any time of the day or night. They were working at nighttime or sleeping in the day. So the, the discipline level dropped. Now, what happens when that happens is our body physiological mechanism also switches. So instead of exercising or getting your blood circulating or energizing your body, you tend just to want to process things. So we lose track of the routine, which lose track of our discipline. So when we eat right, if we stay away from all the sugars and all the uh, the carbs, our mind becomes alert and energized. So then we can put ourselves in a place to discipline our time and discipline our action. So what we what you may feel like today is like things didn't work out for you. But let us do this as, as an example of how to get things back on track. In your diary and get back into a diary mode, get your diary and schedule your day like if you were going back to your job or if you were working for someone at your house. Start your day when you get up at six and seven. What you do for the, until eight o'clock. From 8 o'clock, what do you need to do from 9, 10, 11? Do you need to write? Do you need to, to start your podcast? Do you need to act? Do you need to perform? Do you need to train or teach? Then set aside your time for when you need to take your break and when you need to have some lunch. These are very vital because if you let something slip, you'll lose control of your time and you'll lose control of your destiny. And the way things are happening in the world right now, it's very easy to let a day slip by without doing something to forward your vision. You know, this is important. I'm just going to share a testimony that I've heard of someone that did a time management course some years ago. And at the end of the day or during the day, the, the, the trainer asked the people to set up uh, a schedule or a plan for, for, a, for the day. And what this person did, they also included an hour and a half for exercise. And when the other people that were in the course with this per per person saw this uh, hour and a half that's um, added in there for exercise and basically to rejuvenate himself, they were laughing at him. But when the teacher got the, the, the plan, she said, I want you to look at this plan for this man's day. Because if you're only going to work, you're going to burn out sometime. You need to live. You need to look mm-hmm. after your body. You need physical exercise. Because when you, even if it's just to go for a walk, when you go outside and you walk and like briskly just for 10 or 20 minutes, you rejuvenate yourself. And it's as if new, fresh oxygen just comes into into your bloodstream and it just makes such a difference. And I can really speak of experience there where I was sitting um, in the office and I just was just focusing eight hours, eight hours. After a while, I got so tired and I said to Judy, I can either decide now to go and take a, a power nap of 20 minutes or I can go out and I can go just walk briskly. 
and I decided to do the, the, the second, to go for a brisk walk. And that's the physiological part of your yes, body because yes. your blood requires oxygen. You got to detoxify. You got to have deep breath because the oxygen is what helps your thinking. And but did it, you find that? Yeah, absolutely. When I came back, I was I was in almost like a new person. Yes, and that yes. also helps in the psychological. Yes, because now. I'm not tired anymore. I'm rejuvenated. New ideas came. New ideas yeah. even came. Yeah. And I could just go Problems ahead. are solved in that 20-minute time. Absolutely. It's amazing what the, that all these things will act towards your discipline. Because even though he went out for a walk and things like that, he just allowed his mind to kind of wander and to see the scenery because your mind needs that space, a break. If you keep pushing things into your mind all the time... You eventually you burn yourself out and you're not creative. I'm going to share something with you that someone shared with me many, many, many years ago. Now I'm going to, it's a picture that I'm going to paint for you. So I want you to even just close your eyes and just see this picture because sometimes people uh, grew up in cities, it's hard for them to, to get the picture. But it is called the hungry chicken effect. Now, when I started um, with this one company, the manager, he said to me one day, Yanni, when you have a problem and you sit and try to sort out that problem all day long, he says, it's not going to work. Most of the time you don't get a solution. He says, and that's how he shared the hungry chicken effect with me. He said, get up, go out of your office and just walk around the building or walk around the block. And when you come back, you will most likely, you will have a solution. And how we explain this, and this is where I really want you to get the picture. When you take a chicken and you put the chicken behind a wire fence that the chicken cannot go through, and you take um, food like seeds and you put it on the other side, on the opposite side where the chicken is, you put the seeds there or the food there. This chicken will run up and down that fence all day long. It'll even drop dead. It will die without getting to that food. And that's the hungry chicken effect. On the other hand, if you take a dog and you put the dog on this side of the fence with food on the other side, the dog will look at it and he will run around the fence and he will go and get the, the food on the other side. And that's this principle. And I, I really trust that you get this picture because it's so important to know about this. Don't try to focus on something for so long because the moment you take your attention away from it, you focus on something else. You allow your brain, you allow your subconscious mind to start bringing uh, new ideas to you, to bring solutions to you. And it, it, it really works incredibly powerfully. And um, Thanks, Jenny. That's a good picture. The other thing I would like to bring about here is that many people feel guilty if they don't complete their task for the day. I would say that every day it's good to have something on the page. And even if you just do one or two, that's great. Because a discipline is a long-term habit. It's doing a little bit every day that makes it a long-term habit. What you're actually doing is you're training your mind. That's the key. 
You're training your mind to stick to what you say you're going to do because your mind is keeping the score. It's not your work that's keeping the score. It's your mind. So if you do the little bit every day and what you don't get done, put it for the next. And Judy, that's where you come in with your vision uh, course and with your teaching on vision and the training that goes with that because when you have the vision and when you do the things like I said earlier that you love then it's not work anymore then you enjoy what you're doing and you want to do it so it's going to be easier for you to go and do the stuff that you need to do however you also have to discipline yourself that you do not become a workaholic because when you're a workaholic, mm-hmm. that's all you want to yeah. do. And we still yeah. need to, to be live. balanced. We yeah. still need to spend time with, with the family. You still need to, to socialize with people and to do things like, like exercise and, and you just, you know, go and smell the flowers or see the lake, see the, 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 the seaside, walk on the beach, wherever you are, whatever you need to do. So that is important for, for you to have a vision. And Judy is very good at that to, to help you and I to have this vision, this um, physical picture, but also to get a mental picture and to, to stay on course. So here's a few ideas of how I start my day. Uh, and for all of you, it will be much the same. When, when I get up in the morning, I, have, I like to have my tea or coffee. Then I like to spend time reading, an hour reading. I get ideas and I rel- my brain opens up to possibilities. Then I like to meditate on what I want my day to be like. So if I want to write a certain blog or something related to my content, I meditate on what I wish to do. And then as I meditate, ideas will come to me and I'll get a sense of direction of what needs to be completed. So I don't overwork and I don't underwork, but I know what I want to get completed. The next thing I do after I meditate is I'll exercise. I'll do some walking or I'll do some exercise in my flat or any kind of exercise to get my blood flowing. Then I have my breakfast and around 10 o'clock, 10.30, I'll start my day because now I already have my routine set up. You see, for me, it's totally different again. I wake up very early early in the morning. (laughs) So what I do on the other hand, and, and I mean, it doesn't mean to say you have to follow my way of doing or Judy's. We're just sharing with you how it works for us. And although we're married and we do everything together, I wake up very early in the morning. And what I um, sort of accepted and trained myself to do is when I wake up, I don't just get up and start running. That's how I used to be. Now I will just lie and still with my eyes either closed or open. It doesn't matter, but most of the time just closed. And I just meditate on a thought that is something that I really want to do or on a scripture many times and I would just meditate on that over and over and that way everything just starts opening up to me. Mm-hmm. What I also many times do as I meditate and just think on, on, on the scripture, I would also pray in the spirit and it's just things are just opening up. 
And then when I get up, then I can start working. And for me, it's it's great to to start working early because I get a lot done. So by the time Judy and I have breakfast, I say like 10 o'clock in the morning, I've already gotten a lot of work done where Judy hasn't started physically with this stuff. She She's still just in preparation because that works for her. For me, it works a little bit different. And for you, it may work different again. You may want to work during the night. It doesn't matter how you do it, but just get the sense. Like, look at the, the, the touch points. Judy likes to read. She likes to meditate on the things and to think how she wants to her day to flow and the things that she needs to do. I do it a little bit different, but in the end, we still get done what we want to do and what we need to do. So that's extremely good points, Yanni, and that's right. You have a version and I have a version, but the point is also don't let your day dictate your actions. And you'll find a lot of people busy doing nothing valuable And that seems to be the trend. So don't let your day, don't let the hiccups, don't let the chaos, don't let the disturbance determine for you what you're going to do. Once in a while, we do have days where emergency arises, family need to be taken care of, but and that's okay. Don't feel guilty, but just get back on track the next day. Yeah, and and again, Uh that's that's, um, so interesting what you're saying, Judy, because again, we we are, are a bit different there. Judy is wired a little bit different than me, and she's always she's very dedicated. She's very punctual, and she really works toward a plan. And it used to be much easier for me to get distracted and getting busy with all kinds of stuff because I like to dig into things and so on. But eventually, also through through Judy's help and through focus, I. Uh, manage to get to the point where I need to, where I um, know what I need to do, and I stick to that. Because if we don't do that, we don't move forward and we don't yes. see results. Mm-hmm. Because we need what they call stickability. We need that um, to be diligent in what we're doing on a consistent basis and doing it all the time. Yeah, because in the end, we want to see ourselves accomplishing and going for the vision we don't see the vision happening all in one year or two years but we are if we do every day the discipline we will see it so in the end we should be able to say yes i learned this and i did that and now next step okay now i have to conquer this pattern discipline myself and then get ready for the next that's how life works And it's now also for you. Please take note here. Don't think that I've arrived or Judy has arrived. Oh, we're doing this. It's a journey. You know what? It doesn't, Mm -hmm. it's not like that. Never. Because I haven't arrived. I've left off and I've done certain things and I've done certain things right. But there's still certain things that I need to achieve. Lots of things that I still need to achieve. So we never arrive. There's always... Uh, something more, something um, where we need to stretch ourselves. And and sometimes when we think, okay, I've arrived, then I sit back and I think, oh, you know, I don't need to do this and I don't need to do that. 
And that's not a good place to be. That's what they call retirement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they call retirement. And I decided for myself, I will never retire mm -hmm. because it's nowhere in scripture do you find of people that retired. It's really a worldly thing and it takes people away from, from um, the purpose that God has for each one of us. And we do not fulfill it because now I can say, okay, but I'm retired. I don't want to do anything and I've accomplished everything. But it's not so. I need to go that extra mile every single day to touch people that need me, what I have. And for you, exactly the same. You need to give out what people need from you. Otherwise, there's a, there's a lack, there's a deficiency in the body. Very, very wonderful. So thank you, Yanni. I think I can stop there. I can go on, but it's enough for now. <laughs> yeah, this is great. This uh, this is a shorter message, but it's good, Judy. Thank you. And we can go on and on, but we just yeah. want to share this with you that you really just um, uh, to help you to stay the course and to realize that don't put a heavy on yourself. Yeah. Just flow And there are certain laws and principles, like we said, that you have to apply, stick to these and learn uh, what these laws and these principles are. And when you apply them, it'll work for you. If you disobey them and you do not apply them, it's going to work against you. And that's why I do what I do. That's why Judy does what she does. And please share this message with family or friends someone that you know that can benefit from this message. And please partner with us and help us to get this message out to as many people as possible. Thank you so much for listening and we're looking forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise and Shine show today. Please hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with your friends and family. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.